0: Brother Brown, you're already here, folks. Welcome back to the second ever episode of Piss Jug. Uh, You're here with Brother Brown, you're here with Hobbs, and you're here with myself, Monochrome Sweatsuit. Uh, Thank you, everyone, that checked out and subscribed to the pod last week. Uh, We had a few people jump on board after the first episode, so thank you to everybody right away that jumped on. We appreciate that. And... We got a few things to cut up this week. We didn't go out on a uh, a necessarily uh, an adventure together this week or any kind of journey, but we had some shared experiences that we're we're, going to break down. Mm. Uh, But on the docket tonight, we'll end up getting into uh, She-Hulk, attorney at law. We're going to talk about celebrities that have bands and why. Really, why. And then... Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about some housekeeping regarding UFC 277, which Uh is happening in real time right now. Brandon Moreno is fighting as we speak. So if you hear Brother Brown or Hobbs or myself leap out of our seat with
1: "Mm -mm." Uh
0: something may have happened. (laughs) <laughs> so but before we get into any of that uh i gotta say brother brown your color scheme he came uh brother brown's over at my uh over here at the studio tonight he's got a matching color scheme you get look him. like you came from uh some kind of event man
1: i had to go be around the uh,
2: psychopathic elected elites tonight get him in frame over right that, for me
0: break that down
2: get old brother brown in frame for okay. me I, I need to be able to see brother brown so we can all have a conversation together
1: Oh, I, I, I see Hobbs now. All right. For all those joining in around the fireplace at home, we have to have the laptop configured in a way where we all can see each other for for this event
0: true. in it's particular. The, it's the first ever remote podcast, and it's only the second episode. This is this is so true. I'm skunked, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, completely Liddy We we've been we've been uh, we've been doing Saturday, as they say. Um, but you, you, anyways, you went to a function where you were around... Who the hell were you with?
1: I feel like I was invited to be the conduit to the salt of the earth. You know?
0: Well, who did you know there? Uh,
1: a buddy that makes pr- six figures more than I do per and, year.
0: And then what, what kind of gathering was this? Was this like a... This was an engagement party. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
1: But here's the catch. They were already married in the courthouse. So everyone that showed up was asking when the wedding was.
0: Wait, was this in a backyard?
1: This was a, a combination of the front wraparound porch, indoor backyard porch. Oh. Full house gathering. My Lord. Full reign of the perimeter.
0: Okay, Wait, we got to stop for a second right here. Hobbs, uh, Hobbs is the only married man right now on this podcast. At this time... Did you do anything like this when you had, did you do a backyard thing after you were married to do a wedding celebration? No,
2: no, but like we didn't do it the same way. Like we didn't get married at the, at the courthouse and then, and then do a, cel- a ceremony afterwards. So a little different. You had a traditional. Yeah. It was trad. Yeah.
0: You're, I, it was a trad wedding. Nothing uh, wrong what with a trad wedding. What does that mean? Wedding. It just means like it took place in a church and like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like Is it had an acronym. Traditional. Oh, okay. Yeah. Abbreviation for traditional. That term is becoming a hot term again. I was not aware. Trad? It's creeping back up. So, yeah, trad, I like some people. I thought um, I was being cool. No, like Zoomers (laughs) Zoomers say it right now when they're talking, when they're making fun of people who revert to somewhat moderate or conservative views, they rip on them and they're like, oh, my God, (laughs) you're so trad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being totally serious. (laughs) <laughs> but and nor here, nor there. Okay, so you're you're at a, a front porch wrap around to backyard wedding celebration for a couple of people that got married at the courthouse. Um, okay. And I mean, were people dressed up nice? Was this casual? What was this?
1: Yes. The RSVP encouraged people to dress up, even though it was pouring down rain.
0: <clears throat> we're in Atlanta, Georgia. It's a swamp here right now.
1: It was surprisingly nice weather tonight, though, because I spent the majority of the time outside on the porch. Uh, just interacting with people who were vagrants coming outside. Because inside was very intimidating and loud, and it was full of uh, attorneys, lawyers, people of that nature. I don't like that. No. Here's the funny part, though. They were filling up the, the keg with ice, and there were some ice cubes that had spilled on the ground. One of the attorneys was concerned that maybe someone might slip and fall and sue somebody at the party that was also full of attorneys. So that was just like a great uh, observation like, oh, I'm in a room full of people who don't who are friends, but don't give a fuck about maybe taking all of the rest of your life savings if they slip on an ice cube <laughs> at your house. It was very like it was like a cutthroat like damn, I'm in some like
0: elite is it, cutthroat type of situation. Is that kinda like the inverse of when you're hanging out with people who are maybe more like in the trenches and they're waiting on you to be caught slipping so they can like, you know, finesse your phone or your very wallet. similar. It's a different into
1: well, the spectrum. Yeah, but the same kind of feeling it would give you. <laughs> Just like, oh man, like you've got to be like on high alert around these people. I get it. Maybe they're all recording me right now. Who knows?
0: So how did I mean What was it like? Did they even offer food? Did they cater this
2: thing? Yeah, was this an open bar? They catered it.
1: Well, here's the deal. I read the RSVP from months ago that said 6 p.m. because I was trying to find the registry initially, and the RSVP email came in last night that said 7 p.m., but I was just going off the first one. So I showed up at 6.35 thinking I was going to be fashionably late, and I was actually 25 minutes early, and they were still setting up, and the chef was putting all the food Mm. out. Who I presumed was the chef, so he lets me try some chicken and steak. I'm like, man, this is so good. that's Why so you like, show up early, folks? So, so familiar, man. Like, what? What's the? What's the seasoning you use? I was like, you know, trying to get in his head, and he was like, oh, this was a Willie's mexicana Grill
0: catered event. Hmm. So wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I I've been to some like. I've been to a lot of wedding adjacent functions and events, and I got to just say something: for someone to be upper crust and get goddamn Willie's Mexicana Grill, hey, what is going on? I don't know. I have no idea. Are they trying to have everyone shit their pants while they are still at the party? <laughs> is I was going to say
1: every time I've had Willie's, I've had to shit like an hour later, no less. Sixty minutes is your clock time for having some Phew.
0: Willie's. Really uh, get you? Yeah. Uh, uh, Panda Express, all that stuff. It's like
1: so me being around the elites and realizing that having catered Willie's ingredients in my belly was going to be a point of vulnerability or weakness. I decided to skip on the food and only drink the sour beer from the keg. So that's why I'm kind of skunked. Okay, I had like uh, I had like seven or eight of those from the keg. Fair enough. Don't know how strong they were.
0: But you did eat when you got here. I'm I, gonna be. Let's be. I'm comfortable when
1: I'm here, though. We're we're at the studio now. I can. I don't mind eating in front of the people here. This is fine.
2: You were fed when you got here. I was currently. Yeah, I appreciate it. Currently drinking a 9.7 <laughs> percent alcohol beverage right now, though. Wow. <laughs> right, you're having <laughs> I'm your... drinking a
0: cherry blade lemonade bang at 11:56. Bang p.
2: bang.
1: Bang the bang bang.
0: I'm all banged up. So, all right. So, how did you have to like? escape out of there did they like lot did they wrap this thing up at a particular time how did you get out of there
1: uh me looking how i look people were coming up to me with all sorts of erroneous type of questions like you know what swamp did you come out of and <laughs> what do you do for you look, a living dude, you
0: look nice right now so i don't know what they're talking you you color match like your yeah, color scheme my matches. hair is just it's dude no it, one's hair looks good in the weather right now no one's does well, I know, but it's you know, I look like a
1: samurai, like a fail, like Chris Farley tried to be a samurai. Is what I look like.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I think that you rock the samurai look pretty well. If anything, I feel like everyone there should have come to you for advice, and maybe some of that advice should have been, "Hey, where should I get food for my wedding celebration?" That's not Willie's. Come up to Mexico me asking me about food. Grill.
1: Yeah, that's what I would anticipate. <laughs> yeah. But one guy came up ask, uh, talking about old school ecstasy versus new school MDMA. Oh, killer! And I kind of had to, like, coach him, like, hey, man, you know the M.A. is methamphetamine.
0: Wait, speaking of, I tried to tell you a story recently that actually belongs to Hobbs. He's here now, and this feels like the right time for him to tell you about. Hobbs, you need to tell uh, Brother Brown here about Pill Phil.
2: Oh, oh, Pill Phil, yeah. Um... Back when I was uh in college, um Phil and I shared a class. This is a guy we knew from high school who was like pretty athletic and like he was kind of funny, kind of cool like in high school and everything and then I guess like as we graduated, he was already like like turning into kind of a a pill popper. So Everyone in school, oh, Every apparently. pill he could, have all of them. And he told me that one night we were studying for a, uh, maybe we were doing like a project together for one of our college classes. He told me that his nickname in high school was <laughs> Pill Phil as he was explaining to me like how to parachute an Adderall. And I was just like, (laughs) I don't, (laughs) I don't need the Adderall to to hit me any harder. Like it's, you know, I just throw one of those in, and then I can zone in or whatever. You know, everybody was doing that. But Pillfill told me how to parachute back in college.
1: Yeah, he Pillfill the parachute shaman
2: mm.
0: so pill Phil is the type of temperament of someone that would also rave about old school ecstasy versus what's mm. going this we know the kind of guy you're talking about so
1: <laughs> yeah i was explaining sassafras root i mean i was going deep and i was going as far as he wanted to go you know what i mean man well so yeah it was a it was a weird experience it was fine it was cool i'm glad my homie has uh found someone he loves but
0: you're cool with her. You, you're fine. I've met her. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. But I don't know her well.
2: Well, hey, she's cool. Switching gears just a tad. Speaking of the food that you were speaking of, guess what old old uh, wingman did tonight on the grill, huh?
1: Wingman. Oh, what did the
0: wingman do on the grill so, over uh, there?
2: So the wingman tonight. I am. I'm the wingman. I didn't. I didn't do any wings though. I I do wings a lot. I've been spamming my wings on my Instagram stories. But tonight we did char grilled oysters. On the Weber, Uh, it was delicious. Uh,
0: Okay, for everyone that wants to that Uh, doesn't know, Hobbs has become a bit of an aficionado for heating methods applied to proteins. If we're talking Traeger, if we're talking Weber, if we're talking smashing a burger, uh, over the pandemic, I dare say he's uh, he's cornered a craft. All right, he's developing a skill set that all relates to each other. And what the hell were barbecue oysters like? on the Weber go in so the
2: it was it's all about the butter sauce that you make on these babies you, uh, mm. you mix a nice butter together with like some parsley some garlic and um, some I can't even remember what else I'm a little bit stoned also a little mm. started drinking <laughs> so anyways we mix the butter mm-hmm. I can't give away my secrets anyways you mix the butter look it up online if you guys want to figure it out okay you mix the butter together with some other stuff. You drop that butter. Well, first Ooh. you gotta you gotta get the oysters shucked, which is dangerous if you are not careful. It's tough. You can stab yourself. No, I nearly no. Stab myself. A you couple know of what? Times.
0: You know what? I feel like you, your recipe needs to be saved for a separate Patreon post. Where we're gonna do a Patreon post where there you, you literally just go in depth and, go. and like walk people through how to make this. There you
2: go. But. So uh, I used a screwdriver to shuck the oysters, and I found that that was pretty safe. You know, that way, like, in case I pierce through, I'm not going to stab myself, hopefully. And uh, it's not just a knife, you know. It's the oyster shell. You can cut yourself with that, too. So I had to be careful. But uh, you get those babies shucked. You pop them down on the grill for a few minutes, uh, and then you drop that butter. A dollop of that butter on there will do. And then you cook them hot, let them go, and uh, get that... There's a little romano cheese in in that butter mixture as well gets it nice Mm-mm. you see that cheese browning up a little bit and then you know that oysters done and I pulled them off but my mistake that I made guys is like you know when you when you said oysters I don't know if anyone's thought this out that far when you set oysters down on a plate they don't exactly sit level so you got to put like some salt down or some ice and Big brookie mistake. I put ice down and then put the hot oyster on top of the ice, and some of them weren't done at the same time, so I had to take them off individually. Aye. Some of them got cold. Big mistake. Anyways, they were all pretty Damn. good, though. The ones that were hot, I ate. I, I made it a point to eat some of the hot ones, you know, so I didn't waste, you know, But and I ate them all. So Good. good. They were good?
0: Well, hell yeah, man. Well, I'm, I'm glad, one, to see that you're feeling better I wish you were here with us tonight in person, but the fact that you're here remotely and you managed to also get barbecue oysters done, I think your weekend is going fine.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: You know, oysters are an aphrodisiac, exactly. and Hobbs is on a webcam.
2: Exactly, I was. So you know what that means? If I was over there right now, only clams. Hey, this
0: would be yeah, only clams. <laughs> I
2: might try to fuck with you guys. Only
0: clams. <laughs> UFC would take on a new meeting. Um, Ultimate fucking (laughs) channel. That is a subgenre of porn. Fuck-cast.
2: Ultimate fuck-cast.
0: Uh, Wait, should we go into this? I mean, I'm... uh, I feel like you
1: have a little bit more expertise than the rest of us, so it'd be cool to have you explain it.
0: Oh, man. All right, yeah, I can explain it. All right. For those that don't know, um, I know a lot of shit about a lot of shit, and I forget more than I know, but at various points, you can catch me knowing about a lot of things going on in each subcultures that most people aren't aware of and one thing that has occurred is in the porn industry a sector has emerged where people fight each other and then the winner uh, has to perform sexual acts uh, they get a sexual acts performed on them by the loser or they get to do whatever act they want to the loser so that is in fact i wouldn't be surprised if in 10 years that's like a league that exists where like there's like stars in the sport and there's like eSports betting on it and shit but like uh, no that strangely enough yeah there is a very weird sex angle on uh, MMA but um, speaking of what's I, it called uh, <laughs> I think the the biggest company that does it is called evolved fighting <laughs> that's the biggest name of the company like I love
1: the, the name of that.
0: Because it, it sounds unassuming. It does. You, you might think it's actually a MMA organization. And then you look at it and you're like, whoa, there's a lot of other things going on here. <laughs> there's a lot of other things going on. Speaking of, this feels like a good a good way, a good, good uh, chance to segue. Um, Hobbs, I know that we are doing this remotely, but you've been getting the stuff I've been sending you today regarding what we've been going on over tonight,
2: right? Oh, of course.
0: Okay, so... There was one final... Uh, we're we're going to switch gears now, folks. We're going to get ready to jump into She-Hulk. But as we do this in real time, I'm sending a trailer to Hobbs to look at because there are multiple She-Hulk trailers. And one of the ones, the one I just sent you, is a little interesting. Uh, I don't think Brother Brown has seen it either. I'll pull it up on my phone so he can watch it, and I'll put the volume down to the part I'm talking about. Another part of the adult film industry seems to be influencing mainstream culture and in the newest she-hulk trailer we're gonna we're going into she-hulk folks she-hulk attorney at law this is uh this is a train wreck we got to get into this i'm gonna hand this to brother brown hit play from just that point and you'll you'll see what i'm talking about um she-hulk attorney at law is like one of the it's the new marvel <clears throat> push and I was informed tonight that... Oh, it...
1: my God. The first scene, she's swiping through Tinder oh, as yeah. a superhero. Superhero attorney at law.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. And she's green while I'm she's dating first. these men. Oh, wait, wait, And we... it's a Disney Plus what, production. What, what,
0: wow. was, what was the last scene? What was she doing to the man? She's carrying a man. Similar to what position? Big Girl Cock Curl. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> I don't They're... know if it's called that, but...
0: <laughs> that is... That is... That's the code name in the industry, the Big Girl Cock Curl. <laughs> Hobbs is... is, is, is uh, he's Hobbs laughing. off that
1: fucking one right now, dude. The so, one got him.
0: So, it, the Big Girl Cock Curl is a trend that has happened in the porn industry in the past few years where... <laughs> big Girl Cock Curl. Women that, that are shit. tall enough and strong enough will hold men in their arms and cradle them and pull them (laughs) inwards towards their body (laughs) while performing fellatio. So this is a
1: Disney Plus production of that fetish?
0: Minus the actual act of fellatio, that's what position she's carrying. Oh, I I love it. So for those that know what they're looking at when they see that, it is a dog whistle. (laughs) It is a (laughs) dog. But let's unpack this. Let's start from the beginning on this. Uh, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Disney, Marvel, whatever, with all these, these companies just pump so much shit out now. I can barely distinguish it, but this one was so bad in the trailer that I had to stand up and take notice. I have no problem with a female superhero movie. I have no problem with side franchises being explored. But when you reduce a superhero to being a goddamn attorney for like, the main driving point of your plot, the one that dates and uses social media and everything, I'm sorry. like What the hell are we
2: doing? She-Hulk, attorney at you might like her when she's angry.
0: Legally green. I think they literally used that line in one of the trailers Is like, you'll love her when she's angry. <laughs> and
1: So it's this thing that's been happening in the past, like, 10 to 20 years where they take a formula they know that works, and they repeat it. They recycle it. They repeat it. They recycle it. But now they're, like, given a little bit more freedom Within like a small confine of we know Hulk works, but let's try something creative. With it, yeah. So it's still like stifling the creativity, but it's it's at this point where it's just like all the taste is bad. The choices are just tastefully awful.
0: Well, so it's worth noting. So we, we have people over here at the house tonight that are watching the fights. And one of the people that uh, is over here watching the fights tonight is a pretty avid, book comic, uh, pretty avid she comic. She wrote
1: She-Hulk. I'm just
0: kidding. Uh no, but he he told me in the comic she is a lawyer, but in the comic they had the foresight to make it like a footnote. It was not an explored theme. Mm. So that's the thing about this movie that's really weird is like they're taking something that wasn't meant to be the focal point at all and making it the entire deal. So like for instance, let's 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 give that a different swing just for like to make that land different. That would be like um That'd be like if uh, if the movie Ace Ventura, you know, right? Instead of him, like, doing his actual pet detective thing, what if that movie just featured him doing the day job that he did before he was a pet detective for, like, a sustained period? And that's, like, what the movie was about. Yep. It's like no one cares. Yeah. No one gives a shit. I see what you're saying.
1: Jim Jim it's a Carrey small little detail they've stretched That's
0: true. Yeah, yeah. so Mark Ruffalo sounds like uh, something's wrong with him. He sounds like he had a stroke in the VO for the Hulk. Did anyone notice that? Is he
2: in this new She-Hulk? He's the Hulk. Oh, so he's playing regular Hulk and she's playing She-Hulk. Yes. He's playing the regular Hulk and she's
1: playing the Uh, (laughs) She-Hulk. He's a regular (laughs) one. Hold on. He's a regular. Y'all seen the regular Hulk movie? Hold on. so
2: so r-e-g-l-a-r regular
1: yes no you y'all seen the regular hulk movie
0: so so since this is on patreon like i can't play full clips of shit or else like we'll get flagged from like you know youtube or or whatever but what i can do is this because i'm willing to take the risk i have like four seconds of audio of mark ruffalo's awful V-O. Put the regular Hulk picture on. I'm going to put the regular Hulk picture up. Let's listen to a regular Hulk picture. Here's Mark Ruffalo. Tell me he doesn't sound like he's had a stroke run through an octave pedal. Oh no man.
2: Still in control. No overwhelming feelings of rage. No,
0: a normal amount of rage.
2: You do revert back to Gen 4 when you sleep. Was the
0: air horn really necessary?
2: For comedy, absolutely.
1: What? What happened? <laughs> 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 he sounds
2: like he's <laughs> drunk off his
0: ass.
1: <laughs> he sounds more skunk than I am right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so there's a lot going on with this movie where I have a lot of questions. Why did they do this? And the move the the font for it is like hold on, did you see the font for the movie oh, poster? It. Yeah, it's like Which
1: c- usually that sort of that sort of nostalgia food court type of font like gives me good feels, but in this case it did not.
0: Yeah, it looks like it should be. Um, it look, remember that movie Drive with Ryan Gosling? Yeah, I never saw it. But I you remember the, remember the posters? This reminds me
1: italicized. Of, yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah, like it just was. It seems like a misstep. So I don't know about She Hulk Attorney at Law, but um, yeah, the the weird posturing in the dating scene in the back with the Tinder and the physical posturing towards big girl cock curl. Um, that was something that's very strange coming from Disney, uh, who seems to be like careful about tiptoeing around stuff, like to not offend anyone.
1: Pause. Pissers, we have to make big girl cock curl a more widely recognized term. And it's up to y'all. It's really up to y'all to, to make this a popular thing. Big girl cock curl needs to be more widely accepted. That's such a good term. It rolls off the tongue. It's beautiful. Phonetically, it's beautiful.
0: And when people f- understand what it means in context, their mind is always blown.
1: <laughs> when you say those words, can you think of anything else besides a big girl curling a man
0: um, with well, his erect penis? Well, normally, nor- normally uh, people assume that you're referring to like someone that's just like overweight or something. But they don't understand that, like, no, we're literally like height is a factor here. Oh, they I They have see. to be tall.
1: Giant, giant girl caught curl.
0: Which, speaking of, um, if we're talking about giant girls, why the hell didn't we get Gabby Garcia to be She-Hulk?
2: <laughs> oh, man. You would have needed... No, what a great idea. No, <laughs> I know.
0: No CG needed. It would have been oh, fine. Yeah. I, I would have seen that. I would have paid money to go to a theater to see Gabby Garcia be She-Hulk, but instead... For all the salt
1: of the earth people, this is a uh, paid fighter that they're referencing.
0: She is the largest women's fighter I think that's ever done it. She's like, uh, she looks like the Hulk. She has, I think she's six two two thirty five, all muscle, a uh, multi-time world uh, champion. She could pick jiu-jitsu. you up, Manders she and Julian She could pick you up too. She could pick <laughs> me up. Easy. Come on, maybe
1: Hobbs, not me. Both of you.
0: <laughs> Both. She's a world champion in jujitsu for like heavyweight
2: yeah, division. No, yeah, she could she pick could definitely you up. Pick us up, yeah.
1: She could lift me and you, hubs.
0: you at the same probably, probably time. at the same
2: time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's a beast. Wow.
0: She, I think she has an OnlyFans.
2: Juliana and and uh, Amanda about oh, to shit. go of it just, right now.
0: I think everyone just yelled in the other room. Oh. Um, did they just? Are they fighting now? Um, He's got the motor. I may be a He's little.
2: I may be a little behind you guys, but uh, it looks like Bruce is doing his thing right now. <laughs> Damn,
0: okay, so we're main event territory, where if you, if you guys hear us react in real time on the podcast, you'll have to bear with us, because, you know, it's an active Saturday night, we had a lot of stuff going on, but we did not want to miss the delivery date to put another episode up this week, because we really appreciated the support on the takeoff episode, and we did consume a lot of shit, and before we get into this next bit, I mean, are you guys gonna see She-Hulk? Are you gonna, are you gonna go, because, by the way, it's not a movie, it's a 10 episode series.
2: On Disney Plus. On which?
0: Uh. So that's a no for me. I'm not even willing to take. Uh, I don't have time for a series. Well, you got to get, right get the
2: now. Hulu, uh, the Disney bundle with the Hulu, the ESPN Plus, and the, the whatever. You get those three together. Disney Plus, ESPN, and Hulu for like
0: 13.99. Man, I've got ESPN Plus right now, and I'm straddling a couple of other things because. I mean, I've got like HBO because of Barry and Righteous Gemstones Mm -hmm. and uh, the rehearsal, um, which, you know, that was killer. I'm sure you saw the second episode of that.
1: And just access to the Curb archive is always a a plus to just have on.
0: And it's so lately it's been tough for me to like catch up on some stuff that I'd not already subscribed to. But uh, I I don't know if I'm going to catch She Hulk Attorney at Law. I think what I might do if I feel like punishing myself. Is take like two and a half hits of acid, and then get in a dark room and watch all ten episodes back to back. That's the only way I see myself watching She-Hulk: Attorney at Law. <laughs> uh, but I don't. I don't I'm
1: binging th- She-Hulk on two and a half hit
0: doses. <laughs> I, <gotta>
2: <laughs> I like that idea. It's
0: the only way I would do it. And then afterwards, I would be very ready to talk about my experience. <laughs>
1: Tonight was humbling. It was I had to like constantly reiterate that there was dignity in the pursuit, and like that's where I found my self worth.
0: Oh, people were people were asking you about being a a, cre- a creative in this modern Holocaust. Of well, they all knew creative. I did
1: music because they all had like a pretext of who was coming tonight because I RSVP'd. so they were informed like I was going to be the salt of the earth person coming tonight. So it almost felt like an attraction. Like, look at this spectacle. You were the TV. He's a poor musician, full-time. Look at him. Look at him in all his glory. And they were just asking me about the specifics about how I made money, and I had to just kind of explain, like, you find self-worth, and, you know, having a kid, and waking up with throw-up on you, and going to work, and I find self-worth and the dignity of the pursuit. And I just kept kind of reiterating that point I and like, like
0: that 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 few words by the way they the all dignity, respected it so much the
1: <laughs> they all respected it so much yeah i kept just repeating that I'm phrase i'm gonna say that
0: as my exit it's so caveat. good isn't it
1: um, i thought of it tonight and i was like man that's so
0: fire dignity in the pursuit you could use it if you got caught doing an irish goodbye so if you're piecing out of a party and right. not saying anything, everyone's right. like, everyone's like, "Hey, where are you going? You got which like, I
1: also did tonight because I explained I had a podcast to <laughs> dignity <of> the pursuit.
0: <laughs> I think you just named the episode dignity of okay, the pursuit. Okay, perfect.
1: Hell yeah, that's episode two. There's dignity in the pursuit.
0: Dignity For in the, the pursuit, pissers. man. Well, well, uh, I take it y'all are gonna watch She Hulk. I'm not. Let's move on. Let's not give. I'm not giving that shit a moment more in my time, other than to let everyone know it looks. awful no question yeah so let's get on to the next thing that's a little questionable last night the three of us kind of blew it a little bit hobbs i know you weren't feeling well so you didn't blow it but uh brother brown and i blew it a little bit by not capitalizing on a real opportunity at hand
2: what would happen
0: for a mere for a mere 25 dollars last night we could have gone to atlanta to the masquerade to go see Princess goes to the butterfly museum.
2: Oh, this is yeah. Michael C. Hall's. Why don't you fill some why don't you (laughs)
1: fill the pissers in? Okay, Hobbs did it. Yep. Michael C. Hall is the I guess star of hit Showtime series, Dexter.
0: And he's like an Emmy, or he's won like acting awards. Like he's won a bunch of awards. So he's a celebrated actor. But here's the deal. De- uh, for those, if you've never seen Dexter, it's a show about a serial killer. It's like a vigilante that went way off the rails the longer it was on TV. Yeah, it was off time. for like almost 10 years before they revived it. But something interesting about when they revived it, uh, spoiler alert right now, I'm going to ruin it right now. Um, in, in the revival, they kill Dexter off at the end of the first season. And everyone was kind of surprised, like, well, why would you reboot this thing only to kill him off at the end of the season? Well, here's a little answer, folks. Michael C. Hall wanted to hit the road. His band, Princess Goes to the Butterfly. I can't even say the name seriously because it's <laughs> like one of the worst band names I've ever heard. Princess Goes to the Butterfly Museum wanted to hit the road. So Dexter ended. He's dead. All That show needed to die. But then this band came from the ashes. And how would you guys describe it?
2: Oh, man. Drew, you you probably you take that question first. It's got like Depeche
1: Mode, um, Boy George, type of influence. Mgmt borrowed some stuff. Yeah, it's it's just this. The Killers, maybe he's like really influenced by that era.
2: Perfect examples.
0: Yeah. It's worth noting that the other members of the band, uh, the keyboard player is from Blondie, the band that Blondie had in the 80s, Mm -mm. and the the drummer's from The Wallflowers.
2: Mm -mm. Jacob
0: Dylan's band. So, like, I don't even know what you do with that.
2: The music sounded like it was programmed by a 13-year-old in his bedroom. (laughs) It was bad. And Michael C. Hall, like... Like Justin, you said when we were on phone call, we were kind of chatting about this a little bit as he texted me at you were saying that he's the only one that has any acting chops in the videos and it's definitely apparent. That part <laughs> yes. is really funny. But Michael C. How many
0: videos so dude, how many videos did I send you?
2: Uh I saw three. I saw at least three. Yeah.
0: I think they have like twelve on YouTube. My God. The it's band- all
1: about content, boys. Yeah, you got to put it get out. Get that content up. Get those views up.
0: It's bad. I would say, like, each track, it seemed like he had a goal in mind for, like, well, I want to sound like this person on this song. And there's, like, one that sounds like a shitty Trent Reznor mixed with Muse. Mixed with, like, uh, and there's one that sounds like Panic! at the Disco. It's, like, straight-up musical theater, and he has puppets. Um, It's pretty nuts, but... In terms of celebrities that have bands, how would you guys rank this against, say, like a uh, 30 Seconds to Mars featuring Jared Leto?
2: Oh, my God. Exactly the same kind of shit these, these actors think they're goddamn musicians.
1: <laughs> there is no crossover, folks.
2: Get them out of here. No. You Can't just
1: be good at pretending and then pretend to be good at an instrument. Because that's what acting is, just being good at pretending. Let's just be real. Yeah. How does it all weigh up against Corey and his angels? Oh, so that's my
2: big question,
0: Hobbs. Did you get a chance to no, see that video? No, no, yeah, no, did you guys? No, no. That so no, no. That's okay. You can take a moment to kind of watch that and check it out because we have a little more to go over on uh, Jared Leto here. Because did you guys see Morbius? Fuck no. I think we should get lifted.
1: Not just tr- on normal stuff that's what i'm saying it's got to be on something
0: i think i think we should have a recreational viewing of amorbius to try and make it from front to back because it's supposedly unwatchable wow this guy
2: is pissing me off and ruining good movies like the new blade runner that like he just ruined the whole i mean it was still really good i like that movie but he kind of messed it up
0: he he has that quality in things he doesn't he doesn't improve things no. So that was why I kind of wanted to see y'all's take on Morbius because 30 Seconds to Mars for me is a band that's pretty much all hype through its entirety. Like, it's a hype band. There's no real substance there. It's just, Jared Leto's band. hmm You know, like, there's nothing cool to that shit. But, um, yeah, th- there's a lot of actors that have bands. Like, Bruce Willis had a band, uh, has a band. I don't know. Well, had you know, he's not doing anything anymore. He had to retire from shit recently, which is sad. But Bruce Willis returned. He uh, released like a blues rock album called "Return of the Bruno." <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that his nickname?
0: Uh, I, I don't. Hey, Bruno. I, I'll post. I'll try and find a picture of Bruce. A
1: six cents Bruno.
0: It's bad. Uh, but yeah, rock stars, man. I don't know why they do that. Yeah, I'm going to show you the photo here. Yeah, "Return of the Bruno" came out. Uh, return. January 20th of 1987. He never
1: arrived as a musician. I'm watching Cory Feldman. Now. What do you think
0: about Oh god.
1: <laughs> oh that album cover sucks. Album cover oh, sucks so man. bad. It's like Michael Jackson's bad but replace Michael Jackson with Bruce Willis.
0: Yeah, it's uh you know I will com- I will commend him though like to have been a, a like do a bin and die hard and then be like you know what i'm going to do like some blues rock numbers <laughs> <laughs> i i like that line of logic cuz uh it's it's crazy um
1: he could insert Kaye into a lot of blues songs
0: uh, Yeah, he could he totally a lot of and a lot of his one liners would work exactly but th- the question for michael c hall uh, that I kinda have is like can't
1: really insert Dexter. No, you can't yeah. I'm a dark passenger.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna get my dark passenger.
1: My my darkness. I always knew you'd watch over
0: me, father. Harry, I'm following the code. <laughs> Harry, I'll gone off the code again. Harry, I'm off the code and I'm losing control and fighting the darkness. <laughs>
1: Deb, I, listen to me. Deb.
0: Deb. <laughs> Dude, I man, um Chico and the gangsters. Like the hearing him talk about crime shit in Dexter was always really funny. Um but the best part if you watch the, it's the like they did two finales right because the first time the show went off the rails so bad they just had to land it before they revived it. If you watch that finale, it's the most out of control I've ever seen a TV show get within one episode. It is <laughs> nuts. There's like scenes where Dexter's supposed to be holding a baby and it's he's literally holding a dummy that they're filming from behind and then they just cut in scenes of a live baby from the front that is in no way the same shape or size of the child that he's supposed to be holding.
1: <laughs> you can see him shaking the doll to make it seem. <laughs> (laughs) more real
0: it's and then he and then he has a wig on at that scene because he was like he was recovering from cancer and instead of giving the guy time to recover they're like we really got to get the season done michael so they get him back on set and just glue the worst wig of all time to his head so um you know i'll say this princess goes to the butterfly museum it's not for me but for some reason even though musically like i hate it i'm a fan of what a spectacle it is because you know, like when your brain accept like accepts something a certain way, and if it sees it the other way, you're like you just can't process it. Mm-hmm. So, like me seeing Michael C. Hall be the frontman of a rock band that's a trio with someone from The Wallflowers and someone that played keyboard for Blondie in the '80s, like I'm in.
1: You know, Bob <laughs> Dylan told his own well, he told an interviewer in an interview that his own son should stop playing music. When well, the Wallflowers put
0: out their album. Yeah, <laughs> man. He's, he's, uh, he's on, you know, you gotta take into consideration. Oh, he might be wandering, oh, he might be rambling, oh. That was my Bob Dylan for you. That's, yeah, it's pretty good. And then you put in some harmonica riff, And It's like, oh, I be tumbling now, down, down to the jam man's on top of the street light that's been running out of power since the wind was blowing down before. <laughs> that was my mock Bob Dylan. I'm not into that shit. Lyrical, like wordplay is not, you know? The mouse
1: with the underbite exclaimed to the (laughs) candlestick that he was a knot
0: in Medivine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's... Bob Dylan uh, can suck it. Uh, But I will say this. Good on Michael C. Hall for chasing his dreams.
1: Gotta have a passion. Gotta have a hobby.
0: Yeah, good on you. I think we gotta keep it... Keep it cruising on Keep it Knocked
2: Pena down got, guys Round two Yeah
0: I was, I was gonna ask what's going on It seems like Amanda Nunez is gonna Take this that's my feeling I don't
2: know man I still got a little little uh, faith In Juliana she looks, she looks like she recovered Quickly from that
0: I hear people yelling in the living room So I take it there's been some moments happening
2: She got clipped for sure With a right hook on the entry She was march stepping and just got Absolutely clipped by a right hook dropped flat-backed but then amanda let her up well this
0: is one i'll be rewinding and rewatching, folks because i uh, you know i'm i'm gonna have to i'm gonna ha- i'm excited that we were able to get tonight's episode done and i wanted to make sure that we, again we stayed on track for this wednesday release because i think it's nice to have something come out in the middle of the week personally for my own content consumption, like for there's some there's stuff in the end of the week and in the beginning of the week, but the mm-hmm. middle is kind of devoid. Yeah. So I think it's kind of cool that piss jug comes out in the middle of the week.
1: Piss jug is putting the importance in the working man's week.
0: I th- I like it for Wednesday because then you get to it comes out on baked beat the same day as baked beats. It'll come out earlier in the day. Hey. Doesn't
1: this mutant just make you wanna <laughs> hold your nearest lover?
0: That was incredible. Maybe by not the way. lover
1: that you want the most, Baked but Beats. the one that's closest by.
0: <laughs> yeah, the one Hobbs, that's right next to you. Hobbs, we got to do like a like a love album TV commercial thing. That shit sure was
1: epic, dude. Oh, that, for all of you that are piss jug fans, please go look at the Curio Lab Bake Beats Recap channel because there's some there's some really good there's some gold in there. There's some
2: there's some true gold, golden little nuggets. We,
0: maybe we can. We can get advertisers to sponsor this show and just get Hobbs to do the VO where he's just basically Barry White.
1: Yeah. And you He just, introduces Barry, everything. Yeah. If it's music, if it's video.
0: Everything's oh, sexy, no matter maybe. what it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, your health insurance is something you've not really thought about or prioritized, <laughs> baby. Now's the time to take care of a loved one by signing up for forty nine ninety five if you use the promo code PISSJUG. <laughs> I can't
1: wait for promo code PISSJUG. I Me mean
0: neither. Promo code PISSJUG is going to be a whole era, and I'm very excited.
1: Manscaped. Promo code PISS.
0: <laughs> I really can't wait for Bang to become Can aware we please of, make of that everything thing. that's going on. We have to. Yeah, the PISSJUG promo, promo code Don't forget to use promo code <laughs> i did come across uh you know i was i did come across a couple potential avenues to pursue uh, have you guys watched um something i've been covering a little bit on the news stream that i do uh called too much information i've been covering the dollar loan center uh commercials have you guys been seeing these
1: sebastian buck vince neal Steve Piercy I'm, from where? Steve Pierce that was the one I forgot. Okay. So
0: that's all I thought it was. So Hobbs, I'm going to send you the link to this. There's this. There's this um, Dollar Loan Center that has the same commercial prompt for any celebrity they put in their commercial, where it starts on the outside, zooming in from a stadium to a Zamboni. And then it gets a from behind shot of whoever the celebrity is. It'll show a vanity tag that infers what celebrity that they're talking about, and it shows them hit this button like they're applying for a loan while they're riding the zamboni. And it says cash machine. It goes down through the tubes and pipes into the machine, and there's just babes everywhere. Yeah, and it's, it's a coats. lab
1: full of like top models, and, all wearing lab coats, and they're on op- clipboards.
0: And they're operating the loan machine, and the process is running by big signs that light up that say things like vacation, medical bills,
1: rent. And it cuts back to a model like nodding her head in approval and then submitting the request.
0: And then it cuts back to whoever's riding the Zamboni, and normally they're putting like like the rock and roll sign, like throwing up the horns. And they push the loan button, and it says approved. And then whatever the celebrity is will say their tagline and then the Dollar Loan Center. So we thought it was only three people. I stumbled earlier today into the channel for Dollar Loan Center, which by the way has less than three hundred followers. No way. Yeah. But you they have, I think, sixteen celebrity cameos. Wow. Yeah, and the random assort yeah, they are their catchphrase is don't be broke.
2: Subway approach, you see the new subway commercial, twelve new subs. They had like Tony Romo, Gronkowski, a bunch of other celebrity people on there.
1: This might be Chrome's reintroduction back into the Subway. Oh family. man,
0: I don't, I don't know, man. I think uh, I think they still have. Uh, I think they got a long way to go for me. I don't think I can get back in. You're gonna
1: have
2: to take a look at after last week subs.
1: talking about Jerome. I feel like I have to be the person to go to Subway
2: to have those type of experiences. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wonder what Jerome thinks about these, these new subs. About piss jug? No, about the the 12, about the, 12, the new 12, new twelve new sandwiches. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> in the, I think we the twelve what sandwiches, what Jerome thinks about this podcast. We know what Jerome
0: <laughs> thinks. <laughs> the, the twelve new sandwiches won't be enough to lure me back in. Uh, I think for me, I can't go to Subway without thinking about yoga mats or pedophiles, and for me, like that's hard to that's hard to get past. Yoga mats and pedophiles. I don't. That's not adjacent to the sandwiches I like to order. I feel you on that, man. You know, but it, it it's tough because if you want a five dollar foot long, what are you gonna do?
2: I feel like Drew. If anyone should be the one who doesn't want to go back to Subway because <laughs> of this weird experience with this guy who just sat down with him, <laughs> with Jerome, I would just be like, uh. I'd be scared of Jerome for the rest of my life.
1: When I think of Subway, I think about the Coneheads scene, and I think about Happy Gilmore. Dude, this I do not think about yoga mats and pedophiles. But maybe I'm conditioned and brainwashed as a a Southern American child that was fed a latchkey kid. This is why I I'm only fed
2: I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say this is why I, I eat in my fucking car, man. I don't want anyone like approaching me, talking to me during my my lunchtime. That is sacred time. I need to be alone.
1: Are you not a messy eater?
2: Um I am, but like, you know, if I if I was eating a Subway, you know, I just like keep that wrap nice and I would just spread that whole wrap out on my lap, you know, so that if anything that I eat spills, it's just going to land right on that wrap.
1: Well, put yourself in my shoes. A big guy with a car full of food is probably not a fucking good look. So I have to go in, keep my mess contained where others can clean it up. So I have no shame, no evidence no trace of me being a pig with a flesh disease <laughs> going to fast food restaurants. How about that? Is that good rationale? I'd like, Is that good logic?
2: I like that, yeah. I mean, you got to be, you be okay. careful sometimes, you know? I
1: didn't want to eat in front of the elites tonight, like I said earlier. Oh, man. I'm just, I'm self-conscious. That's why
2: you went early. I don't want to spill something
1: on my shirt. Exactly.
2: So you could get a bite or two before exactly. the whole shit came out. It's all going. strategic, baby. It's all strategic. <laughs> this guy's thinking ahead two steps all the time.
0: <laughs> I hate when you get stuck at an event or a function and the food sucks. That's like a bummer. Mm-hmm. And it's even worse when you're around people that you're uncomfortable eating around. So I, I mean, I, I yeah, I've been in those experiences. They're not fun.
1: How would you put Willie's versus Moe's? Willie's, clearly. Willie's bacon um, grill versus Moe's southwestern grill. Willies.
0: If you would ask me if you would asked me this 6 months ago unequivocally, I would have said Willie's, but if it, something has happened at my local Willy's. They changed their food uh, suppliers. They did, and did you see, I don't know if they've done this in the locations in your area, they've split the kitchen at the location to supply for their new hot chicken startup called uh, Howlin' Willy's Hot mm-hmm. Chicken. Yeah. So when you go to Willy's now, in the same amount of space that exists for just the, uh, the Mexican oh. side, you have two... Fried
1: chicken and Mexican food.
0: Yeah, and and Hobbs is right, the food supplier changed. So the chicken is taking a pretty steep decline.
1: So Moe's is coming up on top?
0: I would say Moe's is closer to being an equal now.
1: Interesting. I still
0: I mean I on. still don't think it's better. I do love that Frito burrito. I love give me don't get me wrong, I love Willie's more in terms of their menu, their concepts. I like all of that better. But due to this late like latest like shortage late or supply change whatever by
2: mose to come from behind during the uh back end of the pandemic or what we hope was the back end
0: yeah 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 this could be uh this could be a moment where things level out a little more but i i don't know i'm, I'm kind of denoting all the experiences are getting weird like i i covered it again i covered the story on the news this week about a. Chick fil A can't even get enough employees to work there now. So, in some locations, they're paying customers to come in during certain hours uh, five, five, sandwiches, five an hour. sandwiches an hour to, wow. to come and work. <laughs> Yeah, it was in North Carolina where that first happened uh, this week where people were coming in to work for five God sandwiches an hour. Up. you you got
1: to work 10 more minutes to get that Chick-fil-A sauce, baby. Oh my yep. God.
0: Or what happens if you quit like 20 minutes in and they are like, here's 1.3 sandwiches. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to rip this one in half with our hands. We're going to give you a sandwich yeah. and a three count. <laughs> yeah. no, we're at a certain level of uh of, of kind of economic decline slash introduction to the recession to where the effects are getting real and fast food it shows up pretty
2: quick you know that's pretty fucked up of them to do really if you think about it because they know that they're like basically targeting people who are trying to feed like a big family you know like five sandwiches a whole goddamn family potentially for a whole day they're targeting those people and like preying on them essentially and letting them like I mean, making them f- basically box- boxing them into a corner and-, and having them sign on to work for their shitty company and be a slave. A and you know, slave. I gotta
0: say, I gotta say, I think it's a great idea because they're saving saving a lot of money <laughs> Watching that, they're watching that bottom line. So, that's Attracting how they, the desperate hey, we gotta, people,
2: backed into a corner. We gotta pay for Tony Romo and Rob Gronkowski, okay? We. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, guys, guys, I know that you have feelings about things, but we really like the cash. I got the cash. Show us the cash. Uh, well, yeah, no, it's a weird time right now. Like, uh, we're getting food in a lot of places. I tried to go get uh, stuff from my family dollar earlier, and uh, real basic shit just isn't there. Like, real common stuff. Uh, there were no cookies for me to buy. my God, uh, Family dollar. Yeah, there were not. Saturday I had to night, go. UFC
2: uh, night, more cookies?
0: None. And I mean, like I looked thoroughly. There was brownie mix. Burn it all down. Burn it. Burn <laughs> it to the ground. And then, yeah, like there is one thing. You know, I'll mention this because it's. I think it is worth mentioning because it's kind of wild. Um, I had a potential human trafficking encounter today at the Family Dollar. Yeah, It was pretty gnarly. Like, yeah, no joke. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. I went with. Uh, I went with Francis, and you know. Full transparency, folks. If, for those that don't know, I know I sound like a six foot four Adonis. I know I do. Believe me, but you, you might sound be, like a
1: real tough dude.
0: Like I'm tall. Yeah. Like I'm tall. Well, there's no misconceptions about the tough. I spent I spent my twenties taking the martial arts. I can fight. But
1: I mean, tall, t- unmistakable, tall, tough dude.
0: But the reality is, I'm five seven and a half,
1: and I look. I love the half. It's like you're five years old explaining how old you are. I know. I'm five and a half, bitch. Yeah. I'm not five, I'm five and a half.
0: Five, seven and, and a half. Get it right. But five, seven and a half, uh, friends 4'11". We're not huge people. I'm not afraid to fight, though, in terms of, like, I, I know how to fight. I spent a long time learning how to do it. So I'm not, I'm not easily intimidated by people in public that want to physically impose. But this dude today, holy shit. This guy looked like he was literally straight out of prison. I'm not even joking. Like, he had what set he belonged to was tattooed on his face in red and green. Like what well, set was he repping? Uh, he was a blood. Four uh, a lot of he had it. He had all kinds of. You know uh, some of the, the stuff in like the Twenty One Savage crew. He had all of that, but he had red and green insignias of like colors and letters so mm. that I couldn't even understand. But his eyes were thousand yard stare. I don't think he blinked the entire time. He walked up close behind women in the entire store with his cell phone out at his side, filming them from below on like a FaceTime. Nice. And there was someone in the in the in the parking lot with the car running. So like we noticed this and we were like, All right, that's kinda weird. And he kept getting closer and closer to our aisle and then he eventually got like right up on us and we were like, All right, this is not worth it. We can just go to public. It's like screw this. So we. You abandoned your purchase? Uh, no, no. We abandoned uh, getting everything we were going to get because the shortages. It's so, like we had oh, okay. we already had items, but like we were like there was no cookies. We, we, were, we were the basic shit we were looking for wasn't there. So we were like, this is uncomfortable, and we're coming up empty-handed. Let's go. So we go get in line, and the dude like walks up basically up behind Fran, and he throws his stuff on the counter beside her to like proclaim the space. And he starts whispering at all the people in line around us with his phone out. And that everyone's getting really uncomfortable and walking away from him immediately. And one of the people he whispered at was a single mom with her kids in there. And she got like terrified. And she had like her uh, all of her stuff. She dropped all of her stuff. So now like all of her change or bags or shit's everywhere on the ground. And people are helping and friends helping her pick stuff up. This guy leans in and he's whispering and stuff to the people behind the counter. And then they're not vibing with this guy at all. So I don't know what he was saying exactly, but he was trying to establish dominance with everyone, and he was on, like, a FaceTime the entire time that he was doing it. And then when he ran outside, he jumped into the car that was already running, and they sped off.
1: Was it a nice car?
0: No. No. Not even a little bit. What kind of car was it? So it's kind of like a... It was like
2: an old Corolla.
0: Wasn't it was like a not more a nice of a fuel car. efficient kind of thing? Yeah, really, you know, and I guess in, in their Long line of distances. work, it's not exactly an escape. Yeah, in their this line the goal here, in their line of work, that that might be a quality they will look for. But it, I guess what I'm getting at in telling that story is the overall quality of experience you're having this summer, going to do shit that you would just expect to work in previous summers. Wet and wild. It's gone, man. It's gone. It's a little uneasy out here no one trusts shit but one thing you can trust is we're gonna keep bringing it to you here on piss jug uh piss jug. we're we're gonna be getting in next week's episode uh we're gonna have a few more fresh things here on the docket hopefully uh negative tests confirm and all things considered we're gonna have hobbs back here in the studio back for the
1: jug yeah fuck this fuck this zoom
0: it's, but i will say this for to know this works it is. It is cool. Yeah. It, it's good to know that at least we can get Hobbs piped in here. Because I don't. It would have sucked to have had to have done an episode without him. I'm not really trying to do that. Yeah. And
1: there's not really a huge level of latency. It's not like we're Anderson Cooper in the '90s waiting 10 seconds on a response from somebody. It's it's a little quicker nowadays. So, no, nah, the pretty, listener doesn't really suffer. You know,
0: it's pretty good. But um, let's see. Before we get out of here, Brother Brown, you have anything coming up? You want to plug? You want anyone to know about?
1: Bake Beats, 9 p.m. Chris Penois. Be on the lookout. New shit coming soon. Hobbs will be on it. Yeah, baby. Yeah, he
0: will. Yeah, baby. He will. Hobbs, you got anything you want to plug before we get out of here?
2: Um, last week, I I went a little hard on the youth of America. More specifically, the Chick-fil-A uh, employees, the youth, youthful Chick-fil-A employees. I just want to say I'm sorry. I really do have, Don't be sorry, I have a lot of faith in this, the younger generation. Um
1: sometimes you got to let them know though yeah you got to let them know the big boys are watching yeah.
2: that's true
0: well i think uh i i think you could go harder on them personally okay. um i think t- until uh. they felt the back-breaking crippling weight on their knees that have no cartilage left in them at 35 years old like me uh i don't think they've had it hard enough i'm, I'm gonna dial it up then so tough I, love I think you rev it up Fire it up. Foot on the gas pedal, my friend. Um, Well, y'all, we're going to get ready to get out of here. We'll see you up uh, this upcoming week on streams on Curio Lab, Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights at 9 p.m., Thursdays at 10 a.m., Fridays at noon. And watch for this piss jug coming out around the middle of the week. We'll be back here to record another one next week. We will see you guys next time. Bye.